Can you believe that stop-motion animation has been around since 1849, more than 170 years ago? If you've watched this kind of animation, you know that some of it can look herky-jerky, and some of it can look pretty smooth. Regardless of how it looks, why are we talking about it on a CGI podcast? Well, in this episode, number 2209, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be telling you why when they answer the commonly asked question, how is stop-motion animation created? On the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. Well, welcome back to the CG Insider Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us. If you're joining us for the first time, it's really great to see you. In today's episode, we're going to be answering another question submitted by Laura T. from Brookfield, Florida at our Ask Us Anything page at thecgrose.com. Laura asks, how is stop-motion animation created? By the end of the discussion today, you'll not only have a firm grasp of how stop-motion animation is created today, but you'll also have learned some uh, background and history of the art and craft of stop-motion animation. You know, Sean, a lot of people say, hey, you know, stop motion animation really isn't CG. So why are you guys doing a podcast on it? Um, you know, they don't say that, but I'm sure that people are thinking that. And, you know, I just like to say, hold on, because we're going to share some of our professional insights and personal take on what makes stop motion animation such an interesting and fascinating kind of animation te- technique, which blends the old and the new together. Also, uh, be sure to stay till the end of the podcast where we'll be jumping into the mailbag and sharing some really great comments from some new media producers who have chosen the CG Bros to uh, show some of their videos. I'm Bill Johnston, one of your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And my name is Sean Johnston, the other. And together we are known high and low as the CG Bros. Uh, Sean, this is a pretty interesting question, and uh, you know people think they, they know what stop-motion animation is, and it's come a long way, just as other art forms have, uh, especially with the introduction of new technologies. Um, but, uh, you know, let's go ahead and start with what is stop-motion animation for those that don't know. Well, it's not CG, but it's cool. So stop-motion is simply um, you're manipulating objects and you're photographing them in, a si- in single-frame increments. And you're using either to do that, uh, capturing that in motion picture or a digital camera. And so by doing that, you're creating the illusion of movement. So you can, you can use uh, anything with stop motion. In fact, uh, you could use puppets, clay, sand, paint, people. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, pretty much anything you can create. I mean, when Jurassic Park came out, um, you know, I, I know that uh, a lot of people were, were freaking out about um, CGI replacing stop motion. But I think that it's such, it's such an amazing, uh, you get a, more of a visceral reaction when you're using um, stop motion. So I think... Uh, it's a, it's a fascinating and, and super interesting uh, topic. So it's basically taking a picture, you know, taking an, an image and moving that object a small amount in between each picture, giving, and then you put up the, the, the series of pictures into a, into a, you know, and you play them continuously and it looks like they're moving, basically. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. So it's a pretty old technique. It's a, it's a pretty classic technique. And I think, uh, you know, for those, uh, you know, early classics um, it was the only way to do special effects and we've talked about this as to in past podcasts a little bit um, but but it's got a it's got a pretty nice uh, and old uh, history uh, it's a, it's a rich art form unto itself by the way it takes a lot of skill and a lot of attention to detail and and uh, that most people don't really even understand and so um, it, it really is an amazing uh, art form and has really grown to be uh, pretty amazing as well, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh, let's go ahead and start start talking about a little bit of the early days. Of, wouldn't of, you? Uh, yeah, wouldn't you say it's it's it it dates back? Uh, gosh, it's one of the oldest animation uh, techniques, right? I mean, it date back dates back into what the eighteen hundreds to 
early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I mean, you can go ahead and go and go into more of the history, but that's it's been around for a while. Yeah, well, let me go ahead and, sh- and show this uh, clip. Uh, this is from uh, one of the uh, earliest uh, uh, creations of stop motion called uh, The Lost World, and it's it's uh, it was amazing. I mean, it was when it was received, people people couldn't believe their eyes. I mean, it was the, it was the one way, Sean, that it, that could make the intangible or the fantastic real. I mean, it was the only technique they had for doing special effects. Uh, aside from you know some of the other ones we've talked about, like matte painting and stuff like that, but um, to to actually depict you know creatures. I mean, we talk about Jurassic Park, uh, you know, being a game changer, and it really was. I think Ray Harryhausen even said at the time that he thought that CGI was going to replace him. I think that was him who said that, but uh, maybe it was Stan Winston. I think it was Stan Winston. Yeah, I think it was Stan Winston. That. Yeah. So um, it it really has, and, and the, the interesting thing is it hasn't uh, yet. But this is a great example of some of the. I mean. It's so lifelike, and the lighting. I mean, you can't, you can't. It it stands up pretty well today. I mean, uh, granted, the frame rate's a little low, and and the animation's kind of jerky in it. But but the re- the realism of it is what really really struck people uh, at the time. Well, how else would you represent it back then, right? I mean, you, exactly. What are you going to do? Stick uh, a bunch of uh, um, scales on on your dog and <laughs> some type of weird costume you put on an animal wouldn't wouldn't uh, react correctly so i mean geez that the it's uh, your imagination at that point in time that's all you could do and and i think that that technique like you said it just allows people to have use their imagination creating puppets and and uh, or sculptures and and with an articulated skeleton in it and just moving it around and, and taking pictures i mean that it must have been gosh uh, so so empowering when you're doing that i know it takes a lot of time it's crazy but uh Wow. Yeah, I'll Ooh. tell you, the, with this, the, with the clip I just showed, that was, that was created by Willis O'Brien. And he was a former uh, farmhand. He was a fur trapper and a cowboy, but he, he turned to be, out to, to be a pretty good animator and artist. And he, he built up this animation technique that you just saw using wire and clay. And uh, he actually was uh, studied under the wing of Thomas Edison, believe it or not, uh, who was instrumental in, in creating some of the first projectors, lighting projectors, and and created this Lost World in 1925. And it, it just, it, it was so, I mean, it really set the stage and was the bar for animating, uh, animation going forward. And it was, was the inspiration for King Kong, actually, uh, which came out in 1933. Right, plus the fact you're looking at that and you don't see, nobody knows really what the dinosaurs look like. Uh, and I think that's, you could get a lot... You could get away with a lot more then than let's say if he took a, an actual character human and and tried to animate it in, in, using stop motion. That would look really really odd. Well, we talked right? about that the uncanny valley, right? Exactly. <laughs> right, right. It gives you again gives you that kind of nightmarish feel. Looking at the more visceral, you know, CGI is so smooth. I think there's there's something interesting about stop motion. Uh, because you you're you're psychologically you know that it's real it's it, they're real objects and you see them in in a real environment and they're moving uh where a lot of times they you know you're looking at it and you're going wow um that shouldn't be moving that way but it's 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 doing that and, and i know somebody took the time to uh to move all this and take these and, and i think that's kind of the appeal of it versus cg um which you know Inherently, yeah, it takes a lot of a lot of time, but you don't not not the kind of time that you would have to take um, doing um, stop motion, which is crazy. If you're doing 24 frames a second, there's, I mean, 
something takes 12 it could take 12 hours just to animate a you know three seconds or something you know that's 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 the uh, the uh, investment you have to do as an animator using stop action well yes and that's the reason that some of those some of the early stop motion say back in the 60s when uh you know rankin bass uh studios were making rudolph red-nosed reindeer and frosty the snowman and so many of the other stop motion things that, you know over the years that we've we've kind of grown up with uh, I mean, I even remember Gumby. Gumby was one of the first. I looked at that and I said, "What? What? What is that? What? How? Right? How are they doing that? What? 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 Witchcraft are they using to animate these live-action characters?" And it was stop motion. It was very intriguing to me the the whole art of it, uh, which which actually kind of got me into animation uh, as a whole. Uh, but um, they 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 really made some some really great stuff, but. Um, you're right. It, it still had that jerky quality, uh, which kind of is, is, is kind of, I'm nostalgic about it in somewhat, but you don't see that in today's productions for sure. I mean, they've, they've ironed that process out. And the, as a matter of fact, uh, some of the new techniques that they, they utilize are, are pretty amazing to, to, I mean, I don't know if you recall, uh, in Rudolph, the, uh, the, uh, the, what is it? The abominable snowman. Yes. And, and you know how their hair used to always just kind of zip whip around. Like that was the wind. Through. Of course, exactly, and, and and their clothes would kind of glitch and, and tweak and, and and just have, really have kind of issues. Um, they've they've through, through some really innovative techniques have solved a lot of those those problems. But uh, you know, it, it's just part of that part of that uh, that art form. Um, and that's you know, and to, to back to your, the point of of uh, you know the labor intensiveness part of it. That's why they they made they didn't make feature length uh, stop animated films is because it was just too labor intensive to do and and even the ones that they did produce in the sixties were at like what, fifteen frames per second or something like that right and, and thirty minutes at the most so I mean and and it, I'll be honest with you Sean uh, sitting through you, you can only sit through a couple of those shows and watch that jerky animation you can't it's not like something you could watch it watch for an extended period of time because it kind of it, it kind of takes away from the story of it you know you kind of get sidetracked by that kind of you know, it's, it's hard to hard to get into, you know, for a long time, you know, just get that suspension of disbelief. Right. Another thing is, um, I think I think much of the stop motion a, uh, animations uh, using characters, uh, for example, is uh, I think it's the intensity of, of, like I said, the of breaking a scene down into 24, um, 24 bits, basically. So you have to act it out. So uh, you're you're putting yourself into the character that you're animating. And then you also have to say, okay, I'm acting out this particular scene for this particular character, and then you have to break it up into smaller bits because you're you're moving these 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 characters in increments. In fact, one animator said that uh, during the process, it, it 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 almost goes back to when you're all kids and you're you're playing with your toys, and you're imagining that they have life. You're actually putting all this life into that character when you're when you're moving it and taking pictures, because it's and you have to keep everything in your head. Um, and, and to a point where if you have to go to the bathroom and you're in the middle of doing it, you, you, you're, you know where you are, where you left off. So it's, it's very, uh, it takes special talent to do that. Not everybody it can sure do does. that. It sure does. Yeah, definitely. It, has, it takes a way of being able to view the world, too. I think you have to have, a, you have a huge powers of observation to, to see how things move in, in the world and, and then try to, try to emulate that in, your, in animating your characters. Oh. Definitely. It, you, you know, what's interesting also that I, was, I, I didn't really think about until uh, just kind of researching this is everything, and it seems so obvious, and I, I, I'm so dumb for not even thinking about it, but the st- you know, stop motion, you don't have the luxury 
uh, to do your pose to pose like you would in CG. So, and then have the computer do the in-betweens, you have to actually do it straight ahead. You, you just, be, you know, you're, you're doing it one frame at a time, you know, one, one second at a time, and you can't go back and finesse the timing once, once that's uh, already shot. Well, it's uh, not even one second at a time. It's one thirtieth of a second. Well, yeah, time. of course. Or one twenty-fourth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some still, I mean, when you're animating it, uh, all the same, if you're doing character animation, of course, all the same principles of animation apply. And those are the, some of the best ones you'll see. With their with their complicated rigs like Leica, we'll talk about later. But geez, they're they're uh, or if you just like I said, there's different ways you can do. It. You can do paint people. Um, in fact, you can do paper cutout, uh, which is very very interesting. This particular let me let me if you could pin me, let me show you. This is one of the kind of uh, a pretty inspiring uh, example of some stop motion where everything was shot in camera using paper and projections and then um, translucent materials like plastic and glass. This was a, a Haley Morris. Uh, there's a, there's a, she did a, um, a video or a short film called explosions in the sky. And I'll just show you a little bit about it. This is, this is really kind of a, a uniquely cool looking um, thing that you can do with um, stop motion that you can't do with, with other, um, you know, other things like CGI, for example, of course, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to relate it to. But, Really, really beautiful work. Um, you can simulate all this stuff uh, in in CG, probably. Um, but why? <laughs> why would you do that? This this just is so so wonderful and so beautiful looking. It is pretty beautiful. That's a that's really. I mean, and that's the thing is, it's, a, it's such a unique technique. It it allows you to do things like you said that that uh, take a lot of time in the world to see. I mean, we always it already takes time, uh, you know, already. But the, just the medium itself, it's got such a unique appearance to it, a unique character to it a quality that just cg doesn't 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 emulate right and and the thing that's the barrier to entry in, in doing that as well is is very very uh low and and the, and so you could use your own in fact you can use your own uh phone for example to, to do your own just take pictures on your on your own just move something across the ground or petals on a on a flower or you know move things around so the, that's what's really cool you don't have to learn a software package um, like 3D Studio Max or, or Maya or any of those other packages or Blender even, um, you can go right now and just use your, your phone and start start doing it yourself. Um, well, why don't we go ahead and take a look at, uh, you know, you ha I think you had a clip of, of some of the difference between some, maybe uh, some of the old, an old piece of stop motion. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to, I can show that at the end. I was going to okay. show some of the techniques that they're using today to um, enhance uh, stop motion. Uh, but let me let me go uh, just a little bit further uh, quickly. And there's there was a um, for for example, just saying, hey, you can p pretty much use anything in your camera uh, that you can shoot. Uh, they used a crane in 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 a uh, an ad called Gulp, which was the the world's largest stop motion animation that was shot on uh, a Nokia N8, and uh, and they used people and large models. So this is pretty cool. So here's the crane. If you can pin me there, you can see that crane. But let me let me show you this 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 uh, stop motion using uh, the, a beach. It, it's really really uh, amazing. Um, and they actually shoot at night too. It's it's pretty short. But look at that. There's there's a person there. Um, I'm sure you've seen certain ads that are similar to this where the person is. Um, they're sleeping in a bed or something and then all of a sudden they, they get out of bed and their clothes come on and they're walking and it's like from a top view looking at them on the ground. 
very very similar techniques involved here but wow and look at look at this 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 huge fish and he's in this boat i mean can you imagine that the time this took to do i didn't uh, actually do the research to find out how long it took but look at that pretty pretty amazing that is um, stupendous i'll tell you what um I mean, so, the, the Earth is your oyster in that regard. You can anything that you can visualize, you can do a stop motion as long as you you know you 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 know it's it's got certain challenges. You know, like you said, right? Can you see this where they did it at night as well? I mean, just just beautiful, beautiful work. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I said, you can pretty much do anything. Um, I'll show you some other examples of some other things uh, if you want to go ahead and and, and talk about um, something else, Bill. Yeah, I just wanted to, I thought we'd kind of uh, go into uh, taking a look at some of the, you know, things that are going on today. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, some state-of-the-art uh, stuff today, and we can maybe even, um, and this is from um, uh, Missing Link, and, and that's this is the main character. And, you know, the really interesting thing, and I brought up earlier today, was um, that this is, uh, all these... Um, new the stop animated films that are being made today anyway um they actually incorporate cgi to a big extent in their production pipelines they they these characters that we're looking at for instance they're actually modeled on a computer uh in a 3d computer and cgi and then the the cgi uh 3d models are then actually exported to a 3d printer where they actually print the cgi faces all the different uh expressions and you can see that here um, different eyebrows, different extensions, and they're just interchangeable. And you can put them on the characters. That's Paranorman, and uh, it's a it's a very quick and efficient way to to handle the characters uh, from an emotional and performance uh, point of view. And the other thing I was mentioning was the the fur. Uh, if you can look at the character's fur, this is the missing link character. You can see when he moves around, the fur moves with him smoothly, and that was a that's an innovation in the building of uh, of the puppet itself. Um, it was made, of, you know, with some some production techniques that you know didn't allow the fur to jump around. It's that you you know it's eliminated that uh, wholeheartedly. You know, what would be really cool is if you, they had uh, kind of a mixing mixing CGI like they do with with live action is 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 actually add add fur on top of that and track it. I wonder how that would look. How cool that would look with his real fur, you know? Yes, yes, I agree. And here's some of them uh, kind of showing some of the more of the 3D printed. Uh, work that, that's being done uh, for for this show. So, uh, just very interesting uh, that, that actually uses CGI. Uh, you know, in, in the in you know, people say, "Oh, there's no CGI." No, there is. It's 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 actually uh, how they actually now make the animation so smooth on the on the stop motion characters. Right. Plus the backgrounds. That a lot of times they'll use backgrounds. Uh, they'll have them on green screen so they can they can add background uh, CGI uh, elements and composite in the back. For example, Kubo and the two strings, which is very interesting where you're saying about the 3D printing, that, that actually Leica, the company that made that, printed um, uh, 23,187 faces for the film's title character, Kubo. Um, and so they used a, a rapid uh, prototyping tech um, and, and the color 3D printer. So that it, the way they can do that is you can, you can do facial animation just by replacing the heads for each facial expression. So it's, it's very, a lot faster than doing it manually, um, you know, moving things around. So it's, it's just one of the innovations that uh, is and advancements in, in stop motion over the years, which is really, really, really cool. Yes. And to, to take that to the next level, think about all the motion. I mean, all the work that's done actually doing the lip syncing to, to the audio track that, you know, it's not just the expression performance, but it's the lip performance, the mouth performance. Yeah, that too, that too. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, the you know, 
I think as, as things go um, on, like I said, I think it'd be really, really cool to see a mixture of the two. Um, I, I think that would be kind of uh, an interesting way of, um, of mixing CGI and, 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 and uh, stop motion. But I don't know. I don't know how many people would really want to do that. But let me show you another one. I have a really cool example of uh, another one um, that was, that's called Love Me, Fear Me. And this, this, uh, this particular um, stop motion is probably one of the best I've seen where she's using um, clay. And this is... Um, this is, was by uh, Veronica Solomon, um, uh, who lives in uh, Berlin, Germany. And she did this. Uh, she actually did the, the storyboards for it ahead of time. And uh, you can't see it. But a lot of times, like you were saying, with what they're using in CG is they're, they're taking out the, the, um, the pieces that are holding the, the character to, to, together, you know, putting them up and lifting them up. So they're, they're erasing those. And that's kind of what you use CG for as well. It's just you know, painting out those uh those uh, controls that hold the character um suspended and, and moving around so you don't see it here but i think this is pretty pretty beautiful the way they did it's very gumby-esque but but even like a hundred times better a thousand times better isn't it it's beautiful it really is and it's got, it really goes to the the the, the level of detail this the amount of studying that you have to do to to uh make something look realistic and lifelike and and it, or just just that the, the motion makes sense you know Yes, and this this particular um, animated uh, film took ten months to animate, and there was so much. And and I know she took a that took the time to actually take the 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 texture that you would normally see when you're pushing on like let's say a clay character, like you said, where you see the the hair of a of a of a of a doll, for example, when you're moving like King Kong, you'd see all those things. Or the Abominable Snowman, you'd see the hair moving around. She did this purposely to uh, and actually. Every single frame, I think she um, touched the outside of the actual um, clay. She didn't actually use clay; she used something else, and I don't remember the name of it. But anyway, it's a, it's a it's a type of clay that actually is is much much easier to use. Um, so anyway, I just I thought that this is one of the best ones I've seen. It's really really cool. Yes, that is quite a thing. Let me go ahead and show you share with you uh, uh, another uh, motion study project by. Uh, this was a Russian student. Well, let's see it. Let's see. Yeah, it. let's take a look at it. And I'll grab her name. This is this was a dance uh, a, a dance study that she did of, of a Russian dancer Mikhail Brishnikov, who is a, a ballet dancer. Uh, pretty amazing, and it shows actually the rig, Sean. That, that when you were mentioning that they removed by CGI, this this uh, actually is just the raw footage of the animation. So focus on the character, mm -hmm. uh, and then you'll see the rig moving around. But you'll see how elegant and how amazing uh, this animation is. So let me go ahead and start that okay. thing here. There we go. Oh wow! Yeah, very fluid motion, uh, it, which is really challenging. Uh, and this is done over, like you said, many months uh, of work. And so, you know, the light—it's it's really challenge, challenging, and especially scenes like that over, you know, big spans of time to keep the lighting consistent and the and the, the, the everything in the scene consistent uh, between takes and between sh uh, shots. But this one is just amazing, the, 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 just the level of detail and the, the balance. It almost looks like the character has balance to it. The fluidity so. is, 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 gosh, it's some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. So, so uh, some of the newest techniques, uh, it, you'll see they're adding uh, motion, motion blur to it, and they're, they're having a higher frame rate than you would normally see back in the day when you're making these old, um, you know, the, the, um, the older uh, stop-action movies. This, this particular uh, video that I'll show, if you can pin me, uh, this one also has um, 
super, super cool. This, this, this YouTuber, um, his name is Cap Roba. He, uh, if you go to his YouTube channel, he's, he's improving upon some of the original uh, stop action movies, Sinbad, um, King Kong. And so you can see he's actually added um, in 60 frames a second plus. So he made that smoother. And then he added motion blur to it. And so it looks so much better, I think. So, you know, I, I, some people can argue, okay, well, don't, don't mess with what's already there because you're destroying my childhood or, you know, <laughs> you know my, my memories. But I think it, it adds a, a little bit better quality. And you still, I don't think it takes too much away from the stop, act, uh, stop action that you see you know, just by making it a little bit smoother and less jerky and then adding motion blur to it. I don't think that messes it up at all. What do you think? No, I think it actually does a does a pretty good job of improving it, and I I think uh, if they can improve things, I mean they they're doing that all the time anyway. They're at, they're with new releases of movies, at least in the digital realm, they're they're upgrading shots. I mean Star Wars does it; they they put in new CGI shots in their movies and and release them. So it's not a, it's not a big deal. I don't think we're destroying people's childhoods. If, if you know, I don't either. I don't <laughs> either. You know, it's funny. You 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 look at it and. and First impression, people always have this something in their head of what they remember it to be. I bet you you could get away with showing the same thing to people and, and doing this technique, this smoother and motion blur, and people wouldn't even get the difference. They'd go, gosh, it looks, it looks so much more dynamic and it looks so neat, but it, you still have the feel. You know it's stop action. So it's not, it's not destroying that, in my opinion. Well, you know, it? a lot of people were, af- were afraid. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, they, as, a, as, a, as a technique... And as an art form, uh, you know, a lot of people were afraid that when CGI came around that uh, it would stop and, and, and it, stop motion animation would just kind of go away to the, to the wayside. But uh, it's, it's still shining really strongly today. And it's, it, to me, it's got a really unique charm. And, um, you know, they've got a lot of software that helps, helps with a lot of the problems that the, some, of the, some of the old uh, producers used to, used to suffer and simplifies the process of making stop motion animation. Sean, did you have any... Uh, any recommendations or, or want to mention any, any of the so- current software? Well, I mean, you can use vine and Instagram right now and, and, and make your own. Uh, I know you, ha- they don't have all the, the bells and whistles that you could get, but there's so many apps right now for your phone. You can use and your computer. You can just download uh, trials. There's free versions. Uh, I, I have dragon frame is the, one of the ones that I think is probably one of the most popular ones out there. That's I believe is on the PC. I'm not sure if it's on the, on, on a phone or mobile. Do you know if that is? Yeah, I believe it's on the PC. Okay. Yeah, that's about three hundred bucks for if you want that one. Okay. Yeah, that's. But uh, yeah, they've got stop motion as well. They've got a lot of them. You're right. Um, and 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 if you're not sure which one you, you'd like to, you know, there's stop motion for the PC or the phone. It's ten bucks. I mean, you could it, it ranges anywhere from three hundred bucks to to free. And so it really depends on you know what you're gonna what type of stop motion you're gonna be doing. And and uh, but you're right. Dragon Frame is probably the, the the one for if you're really serious and you need some some type of motion control, uh, you know, camera motion control software that. That's all. I mean, that, that's for bigger productions, of course. Right. You don't need right. That. Well, the last thing I'm going to say is is AI. Um, I know it's interesting that uh, we mention AI a lot, but uh, this particular uh, 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 you know art form, uh, they use AI at least at Leica they do, uh, and they're using it to the uh, decide because you're using um, real physical objects. A lot of times they'll have um, seams. And things like that. So they're training uh, neural networks to detect uh, and help correct lines or other artifacts on the faces of the puppets during their production. So it's uh, it's pretty cool that they're actually using AI for that. And then also um, they're using it to, to find 
uh, rotoscoping uh, certain portions and painting things out and track them. So that's that's another way they're using AI uh, for uh, stop action um, going forward. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to the end of the uh, podcast, Sean. You want to uh, jump into the mailbag? I'll jump into the mailbag. All right. Well, um, let me go ahead. Comment. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Go? Well, I mean, I figured we would jump in the mailbag. Okay, go ahead. You go we'll first. We'll both do it. All right. All right. So this uh, first comment uh, is from Yash Kumar. And Yash says, I'll get a lot of exposure by streaming my work on the CG Bros because... It's got a wider audience, and uh, a wider audience will see my work. I might even get some, quote, genuine critique of my work. Oh, you will. I'll tell you what, Yash, that's, that's one thing uh, that, we do, that, that, that we do provide uh, uh, as, as a benefit of having your video on. Is you, get the, you get the truth uh, from, from viewers. You're not going to get you know, the people in your class or the people or you know, your family telling you, oh, you've done such a great job, and you know, it really isn't that great. Uh, when you, you put your video up on our platform, uh, you're going to get... You're gonna. You're testing the market. You're really getting, getting. Uh, you know, you're getting the real response of, of the real audience. So that that's that's one of the big values that we that we provide. Yes, and this one's from Guido Ponzini, and he says one of the best selections of CG content. Great community, amazing support to the VFX and CG world. Thank you so much, uh, Guido. Yeah, we definitely agree with that, and uh, couldn't said, couldn't have said it better. Uh, the next comment is from Alice. Vest and Alice says your channel provides high quality content, care and dedication to the craft, and huge community of talented artists. That that's really great to hear, um, Allison or Alice. I, I, I that ma- that makes our day actually. I mean that's the whole reason we're doing this, and we we love to get comments like this. Yes. Well, thanks again uh, for being part of our uh, podcast today, and we do them just for you. And we answered Laura's question: How is stop motion animation created? We hope you enjoyed our conversation and learned something uh, along the way. If you did, help us out. Uh, it's, it'll help us out big. And share it around uh, your circles and, and make sure that uh, you click on that button, uh, the like button, as usual. And it helps the channel greatly by signaling to YouTube to find other people just like you. And, and that's uh, what this kind of video is all about. Yeah, we're looking to improve the podcast as well and like to know what you think. So please leave us a comment down below and let us know. If you've got a subject uh, that you'd like us to cover uh, in the podcast, let us know uh, either by leaving us a comment or you can jump onto our website at thecgbros.com and click on the About Us tab and then go over to the Ask Us Anything uh, tab, just like Laura did, and it's pretty much that simple. You know, We bring you a hot new edition of the CG Insider every week uh, where we discuss topics that have anything to do with computer graphics and CGI animation and digital VFX, as, as well as a plethora of other interesting and related subjects that come into our, our view. And if you haven't already done so, do yourself a favor and check out our YouTube channel where you'll find some of the best in award-winning state-of-the-art CGI entertainment in the form of fantastic short films, VFX breakdowns, and CGI making-ofs created by some of the most talented people and new media producers from around the world. You know, we've just surpassed 4.1 million subscribers on our YouTube channel, and our videos have been watched more than 1.5 billion times. Thank you so much for that. And we don't want you to miss out on some of the great entertainment experiences that we have for you at the cgbros.com YouTube channel, so head on over there. I know we're both looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast, where we'll be answering another listener's question, Sean. How are non-humans animated? All right, Bill, don't miss it. Uh, I won't, and hope you won't either. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, how is stop-motion animation created? Thanks for being with us. 
If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment, too, because we might share it on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free. And ring the bell. So you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please leave a comment. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they, too, can enjoy the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Learn more about us by going to our website, thecgbros.com. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode, when the CG Bros will answer the question, How are non-humans animated? This has been episode 2209 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.